Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Be the Light Now Radio Network on Blog Talk Radio and IPMNation.com. Sometimes when I wake up and I'm wondering how my life would have been if I didn't sing. I get a little stressed out every now and then. The problems come and problems go when I'm around here. Bless in the morning, bless in the evening. And again, I realize the reason why I We have so much of the best of the best. We're bringing it to you two shows, seven days a week. So what are you waiting for? The lines are open. Give us a call at 347-539-5349. You have the questions, we have the answers. Bringing you the best that the psychic paranormal world has to offer. Only available here on Be The Light Now Radio Network. Proudly sponsored by The Mystic Store.biz for all your metaphysical and spiritual shopping needs. That's the mystic store.biz. Thank you. 
It is Thursday, September the 12th, 2013, and this is Divine Messages with me, Reverend Michael. Oh my God, talk about slow computers. I'm like, all right, really? I'm paying all this money for mid-range fiber optic, and it's slow. So it must be blog talk radio. So, but yeah, it's like trying to log in, and Arlene's text messaging me. Where are you? Where are you? I'm like, I'm trying to get there. I've been trying for quite a while. So, but you know, gotta love computers. Yeah, but today it seems like a time warp. I'm just like really going in slow motion. So I'm trying to drive to the center tonight, and I'm just really sluggish and driving. And I'm like, okay, why does it feel like I'm not even going? I look at the speedometer, I'm doing 70. I'm like, ooh, okay, we're in time warp here. So just really wonderful energies, though. Kind of strange, but nice energies. So anyways, uh, I know we got off to a late start. It's going to be a shorter show tonight. I guess I'm back now. Summertime's over. That's why I took Thursday nights off for the summer. So it's good to be back. I have to play it all by Eric tomorrow night. Next week's going to be crazy. Because I do messages from Spirit. And oh well, I, if I can't get anyone to host it, I'll have to do a late one. I think we're off, though. Because I'm being interviewed. On the radio, so it's going to be fun. I'm probably going to have to do my interview while I'm trying to drive home. So that's going to be interesting to do. Thank God for hands-free. Anyways, we have with us a very phenomenal guest. Let me go ahead and find her in the queue here. Help me welcome Jessica Castillo. Hello, Jessica. Hey, how are you? I'm doing great there. How are you tonight? Not bad. It's a little rainy where I'm at. A little thundering, lightning. All good, though. Uh Uh-oh. 
we had that earlier today. I had a little bit of rain where I'm at. It's raining raindrops bigger than my dog right now, so we we crossed the, the border of a little bit of rain. <laughs> Uh-oh, that's not good. Oh, it's, we needed it, though. Oh, okay, needed where are you at? Massachusetts. Oh, okay. Yeah, you all have had a dry summer so far. Uh, it it points. It's been a little bit lately. I think that it, um, I know we needed it in the backyard to just kind of rinse some of the dust and everything away. It was desperately needed. What part of Massachusetts are you in? I am in central Massachusetts. I'm about 45 minutes away from Boston, closer to a city called Worcester. Oh, okay. I'm from Rhode Island originally, so I know where Worcester is. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a little bit away from Worcester, um, you know, kind of out towards the country. Oh, okay. Beautiful up there. It it is once you get out of Worcester. Um, yep. Worcester's a little congested for me. I'm I'm kind of you know off past Lemonster area, a little bit more rural, bigger yards, less traffic. Yep, which is always nice. That's one thing I miss yep. about being up in Rhode Island, being out because it is um, it seems like where you get the big cities, everyone's around the big city, and yep. it doesn't take it's you long to go ahead and get out in the country. Yeah. I see to me I don't like living in a very congested area. I like to have my space, I like to have my yard. I've got a really big dog and even though she's the laziest dog on the planet, we still seem to think that we need to have a really big yard for her in case she ever does decide to spark a bit of energy and, you know, exercise. Yep. We'd want her to have that big yard. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's why I like it where I'm at in Florida, but they're just growing so much they're um bringing the city up my way, so it's just getting more and more congested. It's like, oh, be time to move soon. Yeah. <laughs> so tell everyone a little bit about yourself. Well, um, I'm a psychic medium out of Massachusetts, as I said. I um, I do psychic readings. I basically do one kind of a reading, and that would be, you know, I, I just call it a reading. Um, with all of my readings, I tend to try and incorporate spirit messages, and I do that because I'm a natural medium. I was born talking to spirits, so... It just kind of is for me. Um, I do a lot of healing work also. I'm, I'm seeing a huge call for something like that, for the healing work right about now. Um, people are looking for alternative methods to kind of ease some of their pains. Um, both my husband and I are Reiki practitioners, and so we've got a, a slew of people that are coming in for that. I also do some herbal work, crystal work, um, kind of have it at all purpose. Like I, I kind of take every single approach with my practice. It's very peaceful. I, I find it to be very um, fulfilling. Yeah, I've noticed that too. A lot of people coming in for healings and um, and it's just a big energy shift. It is. Um, people are looking to step into and embrace what the earth already has to offer. And um, they're, everybody's you're seeing that people are not immediately jumping towards medications for things these days. And I'm not saying that any, you know, any healing is going to be an alternative to medications, but I do definitely think it's, it can complement and it can accentuate a lot of what, you know, your traditional medical care will do. And I think it's a very responsible approach for people to be looking towards more natural remedies. And, and it's, it's a huge energetic shift where people are, are just – Wanting to look towards what is more natural, what's going, you know, what is not going to be putting a chemical into their body or putting a chemical on their skin, and 
it, from what I've seen with the clients that I have, it's been very beneficial. Yeah, I've noticed that, and um, uh, so many people want to get back in tune with nature and all, too. Yes, yes, yes. And you notice that particularly, oh, I'm noticing it a lot out in my area. You notice the different meetup groups. Everybody's doing walking meditations or um, group circles, you know, drum circles are becoming more popular. Everybody's, you know, kind of looking to step outside and do some, you know, grasp some of their spiritual self outside in nature. And that's really the best place to be. If you want to ground yourself, if you want to find that energetic connection, get outside in the trees. That's, you know, it's, it's awesome. It's a very healthy step. Yeah, and um, and that's what I tell people too. It's like you know, if you're feeling the pull, it's uh, it's not just you. I mean, even for myself, I've actually gone ahead and um, been feeling a pull to to get chickens and grow them for the eggs and to raise them for it, and they, of course to use their uh, manure and stuff for fertilizer. And I went ahead last week and bought four little baby chicks. Oh my gosh, I'm so jealous already. Uh, so. <laughs> I'm so jealous. I grew up on a farm, and we had chickens, and we had chickens up the wazoo. And I, I remember as a little kid, I wanted to bring my mom a surprise, and so I went and I bought her, like, 24 chicks. And the mortal I figured at the time when I bought her that many that there would be a high mortality rate, but they all survived. We were silly with chickens forever, and I just, oh, I loved it. The other thing that those chickens are going to do for you, especially where you're in Florida, a little bit buggy, Yep. They'll keep the bugs on your property down. You'll notice that everywhere where the chickens are because they eat them, it's going to keep those bugs down so that they're, they have benefits where you're going to have your natural stuff, you know, your natural eggs, the fertilizer for your you know, your yard and your garden, but you're also going to have less mosquitoes and black flies. Good. Because I live right near the water, too. You're going to love it. Yep. And they're just adorable right now. I got the uh, barred rocks. Uh, because they're a little bit quieter this way, I don't have to worry about the neighbors saying, "Well, they're kind of squawking a lot," and you know, barred rocks are kind of quiet. So, and I'm and I'm building a run for them as well. So, nice. I'm so but, jealous. Uh, Lucky you. <laughs> yeah, but it's just that's just the type of of pull, like for me, that I was experiencing, and so many other people, are like, yeah, I'm feeling a pull to start doing gardening, and I have no idea where it's coming from or what to do. Let's just research well, it. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> If you're getting a pull to do it, there's a reason. And getting that pull to do some gardening, I mean, A, it's going to save you some money because decent, high-quality produce, organic produce, it's not cheap when you're buying it in the grocery stores. It's it's just not it's not inexpensive anymore. So it's going to save you some money. But then also the act of actually going outside and getting your hands in the dirt, planting the seeds, tending these things, it's good for your energy. And I tell people, too, even if they don't have a yard or anything, I said, put them in flower pots. You can go we ahead tried and get, that once. Did you? Because that's what I've done a lot down here in Florida is uh, been able to grow some things in flower pots that I couldn't grow in the ground. We tried that once. I We remember seeing that um, for the upside-down tomato plants. And I remember, you remember seeing those, the infomercial where you hang them from your porch Yep. And they grow upside down, and I just remember seeing that, and my husband looking at it, going, "I can build one of those." And I just remember my stomach sinking, going, "Oh no!" <laughs> and he goes, to the, he goes to the Home Depot, and sure enough, 
he ends up spending about 20 bucks on some pots and drilling holes in them. And we had tomato plants hanging from our porch, and it grew like crazy. I ate so many tomatoes, I thought that I was going to turn into one <laughs> because yep. we had so many awesome tomatoes. But, yeah, it's just amazing growing the vegetables. And uh, it, so, you know, I tell everyone, I was like, just go ahead and do it. I said, you can put them, like, like you said, the hanging pots. Uh, you know, you can get uh, cucumbers, grow them. It's like, you know, do, um, you know, I tell everyone, I said, Google uh, patio gardening or container gardening. I said, there's so, yep. uh, so much information out there. And you can do it organic, too. You can buy organic potting soil. Yep. And start off easy. Plant some zucchini seeds. If you're a little nervous about gardening, plant some zucchini seeds. That'll get you into your comfort level. Those things, anybody can grow a zucchini. Yep. And you'll have tons of them. Yeah, and I even grew uh, potatoes this year in pots. That's impressive. Yep. And what Did I you get a lot was, of them? Um, quite a bit. You know, different sizes and everything else. And it depended on the uh, the size of the pot. But I used um, oak leaves from the oak tree. That I raked up yep. in the springtime, put them inside the, you know, mulched them with the uh, with the blower, and used them for uh, for the soil, and Impressive. they grew like crazy. And then it's of course it breaks down, so it's composting at the same time. Impressive. Good work. So thank you. So yes, I'm I'm looking forward to doing that. But you know, I tell everyone, I said the energies are shifting, and this is part of the shift that's taking place. And it's it's the energies are shifting. This is part of it. And people, a lot of times, they're not understanding why they're being pulled in these directions. And and I tell people the same thing you do. I say, just do it. If you're pulled to do it, this is natural. It's healthy. You're being pulled to go outside and garden. If you don't understand why, then let's get some logical reasons as to why you should do this. A, it's going to save you money. And B, it's, you know, if nothing else, going outside and working in the garden you're getting out, you're getting some sunshine, you're getting some fresh air, and your your body is moving. <laughs> it's a healthy thing. So oh, yeah. those are two logical reasons if people are kind of saying, why do I have this urge to go and plant a garden? Why do I have this urge to go and plant some herbs? Like, don't ask why, just do it. It's good for you. Yep. And for all the women out there, or even some of the guys too, if you're single, you're like, I can't find anyone, I can't meet anyone, I don't like going out anywhere. Well, when you're going to get into garden potting club. soil and the pots, you know, the gardening club, you know, you go to Walmart or wherever you go and get the herbs and everything else from, you know, you meet other people there, start talking to them. And do, do you know anything about growing this or growing that? You never know. It may be the love of your life there. It is certainly a quick way to expand your peer group. Um, I'm telling you, my mother, you know, she's she's fun. Didn't really know. I mean, she knows enough people, but she knew a lot of people from work in her community. And for some reason, she decided she was going to join a gardening club. And I think it was a dare. And she ended up joining the local gardening club. And now she's a little social butterfly. She's got, you know, like, oh, I'm doing this with this person this night. No, yeah, no, you know her. She's from the gardening club. I'm like, no, I don't know her. I've never been to your gardening club. But apparently, she's made tons of friends. And they do, they also do a lot of fundraisers. And they do a lot of activities, and it's just I, I have yet to have seen one of the like one of the local gardening clubs that is not doing something good for their community at the same time. Yep, and that's what uh, the energy shift is about too. Is also yep. um, getting involved in community and helping others. Yep, yep, and you know, and when you're pulled to do that, do it. You feel better doing it, and on the same token, you're helping other people, which raises their vibrations as well. So you want to grab a couple of calls and see who we can help out? Certainly. Okay. 
All right, let's bring on Teresa. Hi, Teresa. Hey, Michael. How are you, dear? Hey, Teresa. I'm hanging in there. So how can we help you? Still the same old issue. Looking oh for a job. Oh, my gosh. It's that, Teresa. Me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm old, so my voice it's, sounds a little different. Well, it's been so long since I've heard you, too. I know. I miss you. I miss you guys, too. Well, how can uh, Jessica my help phone, you? My phone got damaged, so I lost all my contact information, too. So I told oh, him. No. I told him it was Teresa. Well, I didn't know it was that <laughs> Teresa. <laughs> well, who else do I write Teresa, Teresa with all these exclamation points? <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Teresa, you're looking for work right now? Desperately. Okay. Um, what What is it that you're doing for work? Because I'm being shown, I, you know, you're, you're definitely carrying some desperate job-searching energy with you. And and I got to tell you, and I'm not knocking you for this, but it really feels like you're overlooking a couple of opportunities. And that happens when we go into that desperate, you know, like, oh, my God, I've got to find a job. I've got to find it right now. I need to find a job. When we're doing that, we're tend, we tend to be searching at about 50% efficiency. So I'm being shown opportunities around you that you're kind of not necessarily seeing. What is it that you're doing for work? Well, what is your field? My field is human resources. Okay. But I'm um, looking everywhere. Okay. First off, you... You need to you need to have your resume looked at and or switch your resume around a little bit because you're it's you've have you used the same resume for at least the last three months? No, I change it all the time and I have lots okay. of different resumes. Yeah. Okay. Something about your resume right now. I'm being shown you kind of want to tweak that around a little bit, even if it's just changing the format around on it a little. And I'm being shown opportunities that are around you. I mean, you're looking everywhere, and you're just like, oh, my God, I've got to look here, I've got to look here, I've got to look here. But I'm being shown opportunities around you that you're kind of missing, either from um, like not, you know, missing something with networking. Have you reached out to headhunters? Because it just, it does seem to me that there's something that's right there. I'm being shown the number 11, so it feels to me like this is going to be something that you come across, and it doesn't feel like it's a fast-moving position either. Like with their interview process, i got to tell you that they, it seems like they're moving about as slow as molasses. I'm actually seeing the opportunity show up towards the end of September, if not the first week of October, and it doesn't feel like it starts putting into motion until one, two... Maybe about the first or second week of November. That's not a very fast, I mean, that's that seems like it's moving really slow. Um, and I just keep being told that you need to look outside of the box a little, kind of cast a little bit wider of a net. And something was see, like reaching out to a headhunter. And it's it's you could be a headhunter. That's the other thing. Yeah, I know. Are you against yeah, doing I'm that kind of work? Yeah, I'm working with about three or four of them. Are you against doing the headhunter work yourself, though? No. Okay, because um, you could very well be one, and, and it just seems like that would be another avenue to start looking at. I keep looking, and I don't think that that's going to be the one that pops up, but that's another option to start looking at. The next one that seems like it's, it's popping up, I keep being shown health care around it. So it's either okay. it's like in some sort of a health care organization, and again, 
this opportunity is going to start showing up very, very soon. But it's one of those ones where you apply and then they reach out to you like, are you really interested in the job? Could you come in for an interview on this day? And then, you know, you go in for the interview and then maybe a week later they want you to come in for another one. It's just very, very, very slow moving. And I keep being shown health care around it. Okay. Um, not mental health care. This is like several health care organizations. Yeah. I'm sorry? I'm looking at several health care organizations here locally. Okay. Okay, good. Put the focus into those. And then on the same token, on, on another hand, start looking at the different headhunters also and kind of take a cruise at what it is that they're doing for work and keep that going in the back of your mind because this opportunity that shows up, I know that you'd like, oh, I need to get a job, I need to get a job. It feels like it's going to be one that will just get you through until something better comes along. It doesn't feel like it's the the one that we want you to go into and, like, this is the best job, we want you to stay here forever. It feels like it's going to be one that, you know, maybe towards the end of the 2014 year, you're going to want to start looking elsewhere. Okay. Okay. Are you working okay. right now? Are you unemployed? Is that why we're looking so desperately? Yes. Okay. Then... I wouldn't feel bad about taking, you know, just this job just to get yourself through, but I keep being told to tell you to also keep in the back of your mind doing some sort of headhunter work yourself because this this next one, it, it doesn't look like it's going to be something that you want to stay at, at more than a year. Okay. At least it'll band-aid you through, you know what I mean? Yes, and that's what I need right now. Okay. Just kind of look towards the health care, but then, on the, you know, while you're going in the other hand, Look towards, you know, it's awful to go into any job thinking, yeah, this is going to be good. I'll be here for 12 months. But know in the back of your mind, it's, you're going to know it when you see it. It just feels like the pay is not going to be quite there. Very, very, very high stress, but at least it's a job. And while you're there, then you can you can kind of look elsewhere at the same time. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. All right. Thank you so awesome. much. Awesome. Good luck, sweetie. <laughs> All right, thank you. And can you leave me on hold, Michael? I uh, sure can, my dear. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks, Arlene. Thanks, Michael. Thanks, Jessica. Thanks, sweetie. Have a good night. You too. Blessings. Bye-bye. Teresa used to help um, co-host the show and, and do what Arlene's doing now. Oh, goodness. Yeah. And you didn't she recognize asked... her voice? <laughs> no, well, it's been a while since I've talked to her. She's been busy. I've been busy, so uh, you know we'll message each other. But uh, to hear her voice, it was, and she had a little cold too. So, but yeah, she yeah, trained Arlene. Right now. She trained Arlene to do a wonderful job. So she's the one who trained Arlene. She did a wonderful job. Yes. Oh, let's see. Let me see. Oh, haywire on here. Okay, there we go. <laughs> let's bring on Ann in New Jersey. Hi, Ann. Hi, hi. How are you this evening? Doing great. How can we help you? Oh, I wanted to know. Somebody is uh, going to be coming home in a few months. Uh, I'm not sure if it's October or November, but just wanted to know if I was going to hear from them. You are. Um, you are. And I'm being shown November, and it doesn't feel like once this person comes home, you're going to hear from them immediately. Um, is this like a permanent – are they like relocating back here permanently? Because it feels like they've got – it's it's a big chunk of time, and I'm being shown something within the second week upon their return is going to be when you start hearing from them. 
Okay. Anything else about them <laughs> that you can tell me? He's got. Is this this is a man, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. He's got some chaotic, funky energy about him. I've got to tell you that. And when the last time they left, did he leave on some bad terms away from you? Like, was there some yes. sort of tension? Yes. Okay. That that week or two after he gets back, I'm seeing him as kind of sitting there. And this is like, this is kind of funny because I'm seeing him as like, you know, I should call her. I don't know. Should I call her? Nope. I'm in the doghouse. Can't call her yet. Oh, I've got to pull it together and give her a call. That's what I'm seeing is a little bit of, you know, nervousness and anxiety about reaching out to you because it just seems like he was kind of in the doghouse. You know what I mean by doghouse, right? Yeah, I do. Okay. Okay. Seems like he kind of feels like there there's going to be some negativity coming from you, like you might be mad. Uh-huh. That's what I'm seeing coming from him, but it is there that he wants to reach out. But it's it's going to be a little bit of a delay in him actually reaching out to you because he kind of feels like oh gosh, I might have to he, I might have to say sorry. Oh gosh, she might be mad at me. Just seeing a little bit of that going on, and he's coming away from chaos. I don't know what's going on, but it just feels like he's stepping away from something very chaotic too, and that's going to be a little bit for him to clear that away. Uh huh. Where's he coming somebody from? Afghanistan. Oh yeah, that's chaos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, you know, there was somebody in the picture before, and I'm just wondering what's going to happen about that. I really (laughs) – that person that was in the picture before, did that kind of pitter out or fade away? Um, Oh, boy, something with four. Maybe four – not four years ago, but maybe four months ago, did that kind of pitter away? Like, did that just fade away? Because I'm being shown somebody that's, you know, previous but not exactly coming into the present. Mm-hmm. Well, I've known him for four years. Okay. Now, this is a this is something that this this you're not the previous that's not coming into the present. This is a little bit more recent than that. This, I keep seeing shown four, so even maybe April. Feels like that person that was in the picture before feels like it's kind of disconnected. He's going to be a different person when he comes back. You you know that too. I mean, this is he's going to take a little bit of time to kind of clear some of that chaos away. And right. that person from before, I don't know if that person would necessarily, um, I don't know if that person would be the the right kind of energy to be that mm-hmm. that soothing energy because he is going to need, to, he does need some soothing when he comes back. Uh-huh. I mean, it's just by nature. And I don't know if that person was the soothing energy. And that's that's one of the things where I'm just not feeling that connection anymore. But I'm feeling mm-hmm. like he does reach out to you, like he wants to reach out to you. But there's a little bit of anxiety about reaching out to you because of the way that the way things were the last time he talked to you or the way things were when this, um, the last time you guys were around each other. And that's going to be something that's going to take him a little bit to get beyond. But then when he does, expect it to be awkward, like totally expect it to be awkward. But it is something that... Um, you guys will be able to build like a reconnect. Kind of, I mean, you're going to go. It's this is you're going to need to reconnect as friends, right? And kind right. of build from there. And I'm seeing him as needing that friendship when he comes back. I wasn't sure if she was still in the picture though or not. I don't feel like that person is in the picture. I I really feel like it's it's you know what I mean by pittered away. I just feel like it's there's been time and distance, and it just it has been difficult to maintain that connection. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. I look forward to hearing from him then. 
Okay. Take care, sweetie. Good night, Anne. Thank you. Good night. So, Jessica, how can everyone find you for a private one-on-one reading? I can be found at www.psychicjessicac.com. I'm also on Facebook, Psychic Jessica C. If you follow me on Facebook, that's where we post daily tips and insights and um, words of wisdom, inspirational messages, and often we post sales and deals there. Nice. Keeps you busy, I'm sure. Yep, all fun stuff. All right, let's go ahead and we'll bring on Joan from New York. Hi, Joan. Hi, this is Joanne. Oh, hi, Joanne. Sorry about that. Hi, Michael. How are you? Hi, Jessica. How are you doing? Not too bad, sweetie. How are you? Good, good. Not bad. Got the rain here, too. Driving my dogs oh, now. Oh, the lightning and thunder. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've got a <laughs> mastiff hiding under the bed right now. Excuse me? I've got a mastiff hiding under the bed right now. Yeah, that's a big girl. <laughs> She's a little, yeah. a little embarrassing. Ah, so what can I do for you tonight, Joanne? A um, couple of things. I understand that you're an animal communicator. I am. Um, just wondering if there's anybody coming through. I'm getting the number three almost immediately. Um <clears throat> Do you have two dogs right now, and were there three recently, or did you lose somebody three years ago? Something with a three I keep getting. Three, 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 three. Um, and this is a, do you have little animals? Are they little? Uh, I have two small ones right now. Okay. Was there? Did you lose one sometime within, like, recently, within the last three years? Um, there was one in 11. Okay, so that's the last within the last three years. This is a little energy. This is a very little energy. Is this like is this a little dog? No. It should be okay. a very big energy as a matter of fact. Okay. I'm I'm getting a little dog talking to me. It's very, very, very little. And really? um yep. Very, very what kind of dogs do you have right now? I have a Labrador and I have two rat terriers. Okay. Okay. It's one of the rat terriers male because I feel like this isn't like the same. I, my my dog is a female. She's very very dramatic, and this is not. I'm not getting a, that same high strung. I mean, it's definitely a hyper energy, but it's not that same high strung that you're going to get with my female. Um, very intense though. I want to say that I'm kept picking up one of your rat terriers. How old are they? Again, here I'm getting this number three thrown at me. Case is five. Okay. And this is a male, correct? Chase is the male, yeah. Okay. This is the one that I'm picking up. This is, and I mean, he's living. This is the one that I'm picking up right now. He's showing me touchiness around his feet also. It's like something about his feet. He keeps showing his feet. Just, uh-huh. Is he sketchy about his, not just his front feet, but also his back feet? Is he sketchy about those? He nibbles on his front feet consistently, and I don't know why okay. he does that. But that's it's what his head's. That's that's what he's showing me that he's that's what he keeps showing me. It's something with his feet. He's very very touchy about them. Um, mm-hmm. I think I think it's nervousness. And I mean, he doesn't have that same nervous energy that my other dog does. And she's a well, she's a Jack Russell, which is kind of close to a rat terrier. And mm-hmm. he doesn't have that same nervous energy, but he's he's showing some touchiness around his feet. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a combination of nervousness, and then once he starts nibbling at them, it mm-hmm. starts. It itches. 
and then it becomes because it starts to heal a little, and then it'll itch some more, and then he nibble, nibble, nibbles even more. Have mm-hmm. you checked his? Have you checked to see if he's got allergies with his food or anything? Well, I have. I keep him on holistic grain-free food. Okay. And yeah, I'm very conscientious with all of my canines. Very, very. They're, they're my kids. I have no children. Those are my children. So they are very well cared for. Um, I just tried something that's one of the most highly engineered foods, the something called holistic, uh, precise holistic. I'm trying them on that right now, and um, they don't get any, like, uh, like chicken, no grain. Um, mm-hmm. He was very itchy for a while. I thought he did have a food allergy, and he's doing really, really well. So that's, that's a very good um, thing that you just picked up with that with him. He's very. Um, he was a very, very itchy dog. Yeah. He's very, and particularly the feet. He's very, very. It's like he's sketchy about his feet, and then it's almost like it's become a tick with him, where he just has to do it. Um, you could, and this is, and he he will be very mad at me for suggesting it to you because it's going to drive him nuts. But you could do it because it might help. You could put little boots. It's just so embarrassing for a dog. <laughs> <laughs> but you could go get him some little boots. It's not exactly yeah. the cone of shame, but yeah, uh-huh. you can get. They make them for people who, especially if you live in the city and you're taking your dogs out for a walk, they have little boots that you can get for your dogs so that mm-hmm. their feet are not walking in like snow and salt. Oh, and, I'm aware of them. I can't imagine putting them on his feet. When I tried to cut his nails and said he was a puppy, I mean, you'd think I was murdering him. Yeah, he's very sketchy about them. And it, oh, once yeah. you get him on, he's going to hate you for it. He's going to look at you like you literally just did the worst thing on the world. But if he could go a day or two without digging at those feet, he'd probably uh-huh. feel less – it's almost like it's the compulsion. And it's that little bit of an itch that he just – you know you know how if you you have a rash and you kind of scratch it a little, it makes it worse, and right. then it just goes and right. goes and goes? Right. I think that that's what it is. It's just he just keeps going at it. So you could try putting some boots on him for a little bit so he can't get to them. Right. And then after a couple of days, it should desensitize a little. Another thing that you could do is you could put, oh, gosh, you remember bag balm? I don't even know if you can find that I anymore. have bag balm, yes. I use bag balm as a green can. It, you were just reading my mind. Okay. <laughs> but, you know, he would look it up. It's not just, it's not like he has an infection or there's a rash. It's just like he likes nibbling at the hair between the pads. I don't know what it is, but like you said, it could be an irritation or an I think itch. it's an irritation. I think it's an irritation, and you could put, and this is what um, my Mastiff, we had to do it with her, and it was so, it's to the point where she loves it. You know, we we get out the tea tree oil, and she flops on her back, and she's like, do it, because she had an itch on her belly, and we put tea tree oil on her belly, Mm -hmm. and I would get the tea tree oil to stick by putting it in a little bag balm, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and it's very soothing to the itch, and it also Mm -hmm. tastes like crap. So they won't itch at it because it tastes really bad. You might put some of that where he's got teeny weeny little feet. Just put a little on your finger and kind of put it around on the pads of his feet. He'll mm-hmm. lay off of it a little bit and trim that hair between the pads too. That will help oh, too. But then I've once you trim idea. it, you've got to stay on top of it because if it grows just a little bit, it'll start to itch some more. Yeah, yeah. I but was kind of hoping my my Weimaran and Maximus would come through well, because he always comes through. Focus in on him because your little dog was barging to the surface. He had more to say. Um, really? Yeah, the little dog, something about his feet. He's real touchy about him. He wanted to talk about it. When did this one pass? Again, here we're getting this. He, he was my service canine, actually. Um, I, I really, I see always around. I, I feel him around. 
Um, I've caught a glimpse of him was, around. Was he like um, what was he like fourteen? He wasn't that old, was he? He was eleven and a half and um my lab is is fourteen. Um yeah, that's the next one. That's that's the next one that wants to talk. <laughs> um Oh, he's a talker. <laughs> that's the next one a, that wants to talk. He couldn't get he a word. A he couldn't get a word I would in with that. I'd love to know what he has to say cuz he's a talker. <laughs> he couldn't get um, a word in with that little dog kicking to the front. You're kidding, really? Yeah, he's hey. pointing at his ears. That one is point he's pointing at something around his ears. Lab? Um, the lab? Yeah, he keeps he keeps showing he's pulling his pulling my attention over to his ears. That's interesting. Do you have an ear infection? Have you noticed? Um, I'm is he constantly prone to cleaning them? the yeast out of his ears. I, his ears always get I'm always like putting my fingers in his ears. And, uh, 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 he does that, you know. It feels good. I'm always cleaning out his ears, and he gets like a yeasty eye now. So I'm always okay, rubbing and cleaning his eyes. That's why he's pointing at his ears. It's like. You got you got the craziest dogs. They're awesome because one of them's talking about his little health condition, and the lab's like, "Oh no no no! Here I've got one too." <laughs> Do not forget my, my ears. They're people. They're my people. <laughs> no, this is this is no. We want to talk about my health condition. He's pointing uh-huh. at his ears now. You know, oddly enough, what helps with that with the ears with dogs? Because my mastiff gets that. It's so <laughs> gross, and she loves it if you clean her ears. If you clean their ear with a little bit of coconut oil, not a lot. I mean, we don't want to mm-hmm. like stop it in there, mm-hmm. but that helps get that ear wax out, which feels really good to them and prevents ear infections. But coconut mm-hmm. oil is also a natural; it's an also naturally antibiotic, mm-hmm. and so it helps keep that stuff from breeding. It's fantastic, mm-hmm. particularly in the dogs that like water like labs mm-hmm. and mastiffs and rotties, the ones that like to go in the water because then it, the water gets down in there and they get infected, mm-hmm. and, you know, the hair and the big ear canals. It makes a huge difference. And while we're acknowledging one of them's funky little skin condition, your lab wants to acknowledge that he's got one too. Okay. So he's pointing at his ears. That's something that would help. Okay. I wanted to share a secret with you. There was something called Blue Miracle. Um, look it up online. It is, um, it's made with alcohol, 7% isopropyl alcohol, gentian violet, and boric acid. It's an, a suspension that you can make at home. My vet told me about it 20 years ago. Um, I make it. The dogs don't particularly care for it, um, but it is a cure-all for any kind of ear infection and also really? for, like, regular cleansing. Mm-hmm. Rabbi hates it. <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't used it on him because he doesn't really like it so much, but it will last you for a really, really, really long time. Um, very, very easy to make. Um, but I'm going to try the coconut oil because he hates the blue, the blue miracle. The, um, the coconut oil is very soothing, and it breaks oh, it everything down. It literally I'm breaks gonna, everything down in their ears. Yeah. That's another one that my neurotic mastiff would get out the coconut oil jar, and she's like, oh, I'm going to get my ears done. And oh, she loves like, when I do the ears. Yeah, he loves it. All right, I, so I'm going to definitely So he's kicking in with his out. little health condition because he can't be outdone by that rat terrier. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> They're your dogs. <laughs> They're awesome. I'm telling you, they're like people. They really, they're so awesome. They really they, are. Now, put high, the focus they, into this Weimar Reiner. I'm going to tell the other two to back off because we've we've already talked about the health conditions. and uh, So put your, put some focus in. It's a Weimar Reiner, correct? Maximus, yes. He, okay. How long did this one pass along? Um, 
It was March 2nd of 2011. Okay. So it's almost three years in March. So you're right about the three. Did this one have a stomach issue? Uh, stomach pretty, issue? Like, getting... Well, he was big. He weighed almost 125 pounds. Stomach, yeah, he had a huge stomach, but not a not a condition. He He's showing me something around failure. his stomach. He keeps pointing at something around his stomach. Um and he's showing some, it's almost like he's showing a bloat. Uh, he had a big belly. Okay, he's showing, was he Was he fat? I mean, he's showing like bloat yes, in that area. he was fat. He was big. Oh, goodness. He was, had a big belly. He was a 125-pound oh, Weimaraner. But That's smart, pretty freaking big for a Weimaraner. <laughs> he was smarter than some humans and more human than he's humans. He's pointing at, he keeps pointing at his belly, which is, it is, I mean, he is, it is a rather large belly for a Weimaraner. Those are typically very thin. He's pointing yeah. at that, and it does feel like, he's, it's almost like he's showing some sort of bloat in that area. Um, is he like on a constant quest for calories? Was this a dog that'll eat anything that comes across Oh, him? my God, that's why he was so big. <laughs> yeah, I think he ate a lot of things that he shouldn't have eaten. Um, well, he he's was showing, an alpha, Yeah. He's showing a lot of bloat in that area, and it's like kind of like we just kind of, you know, like, ah, I live in Gig, grin and bear it, eh, no big deal, I ate a shoe, he's, ate he's like lions. A, he's a big Italian gorgia. <laughs> yeah, and that caused some bloat in that area, and it's almost like he's proud of it, <laughs> which is yeah, yeah, kind of funky. Um, he's not as talkative as your other two, because even as I'm trying to connect with him, he's showing me his belly, and then the other two are like, oh, no, no, my ear, no, 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 my feet, and he's... He's a little bit more mellow, but this is one that's around you, but your other two dogs' energy literally overshadows him intensely. He doesn't feel the need to barge to the front and start talking about this, that, and the other thing because he knows that you're there with him. And, again, he's going on about this belly. Um, what, what I don't know why he I, would. I may, I think he might be – I know Maximus is so connected at the soul level, Maximus and I did. Like you said, I think the other two are so anxious to be heard. Maximus is such yeah. a confident dog, a confident soul, I should say, that is a very good reason for him to not have to barge forward. But he knows. He knows his position yeah. in my life, in he this knows. world. And, he does. And the other two are just talk, 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 talk. They talk, need talk, to be talk. heard. He's like, yeah, yeah, I got this, mm-hmm. no big deal. But he's, yeah, he keeps, I, again, he keeps going over and wanting to talk about it. It's like he's bragging about being the dog that would eat anything. Well, you know, because he has, and he did. Maximus was given, you know, and it was very bad, but Maximus was given a lot of, he had gotten nasal tumor cancer at six. He went into remission. He lived till 11 and a half. Oh, goodness. He went stoic for six months. He went into renal failure. The day I realized he could not get on the bed, I knew there was a problem. Yeah. We never spent a day apart. Even when I had a hysterectomy, he spent three days in the hospital bed with me, which was incredible. He's um, your guardian. No doubt. No doubt. He's your guardian. Only he doesn't, even calling him that, he doesn't, he even kind of dismisses that. You know, it's like you guys are just one. So even calling him a guardian, it's like, no, no, we're one. Yeah. And this is why, I, this is why Jessica, when you say, he doesn't need to be so, like, upfront. Because he knows. He's so confident. He knows. And you know what it's like? He's like a godfather. You know what I'm saying? It's like the big, he's like he's big. He's he's all big. He's all knowing. He's he's so confident and cool and laid back. This is why I'm so surprised he just didn't come forward initially. But I guess the little yappers needed to, 
Me, my yeah. feet, my ears, bah, 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 my feet, my ears. Yeah, try some tea tree oil for that little one's feet, because even as you call, even as you say the little yapper, I'm getting that uh-huh. about his feet again. It's like, please don't forget my feet. Please don't get, forget uh, my feet. Okay. I think yeah, you'll notice. People with, like nipping at those feet. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's and it's it's like it starts as a nervous tick, and then it keeps going at it and going at it, and then makes it itch even more. The tea tree okay. oil will help soothe, and it also tastes really bad. So he'll taste it. Yeah, like, they, um, they will lick right off because Labby when he tea had tree oil um, in that, and that'll cut that out. Really? Yeah, that is nasty. Yeah, it, it tastes really bad. <laughs> yeah. And but it smells delightful, and that he just he again he keeps showing me his feet as the, I think they're a lot more sensitive than he's even you know letting on. Show you like with his behaviors, so you could try the tea tree oil. You could also try, and this he will really not like me for suggesting this, but I don't have to live with him. Boots. Thanks. <laughs> well, he'll, he'll look ridiculous, and he's going to look at you like mom. Really, <laughs> mom. Give him a coat to go with it. He'll be fine. But oh, he loves clothes. He does. Then just tell him that he, he's he's accessorizing. But at least that will give him – he won't have the ability to go to town on his feet as bad as he is, and that will give him a chance to, you know, get over that hump so that they heal a little bit. All right. And don't uh, forget the coconut oil for the other one's ears. <laughs> I will. You're so awesome. Uh, listen, seriously, Blue Miracle, if anything, I will um, I'll email it to you. Are you on awesome. Facebook? I am. I'll I'll – Send it to you on Facebook. How's that? You better, because I've got to see this, because I've got a dog with ear issues, too. It's so amazing. I'm telling you, it is, the, it is the best. I hope anybody that's listening looks it up online, because it is it's it will save you hundreds of dollars and definitely save your dogs lots of pain and suffering. Awesome. Well, thank, <laughs> thank you, you so much. pleasure talking to you. You have yourself a wonderful evening. Thank you, Michael. Bye-bye, dear. Good night, Jessica. Blessings. Good night, sweetie. Bye-bye. Oh, it's always nice communicating with animals and all, too. I especially love the differences in the personalities of the two, especially with the you know the little rat terrier, which is like, oh, no, no, me, 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 me. And then the lab is coming in. You can see how these two are so polar different, but the fact that they're able to live it harmoniously in one house, it's awesome. I love that. Yeah, I had uh, three dogs at one time. Now I'm down to one. You're I just, just got cute, him. Though. Yeah. yeah, I just got him a year ago. Got, he is uh, adorable. Him. Well, thank you. He's adorable. Yeah, I've always had big dogs, except for when I had the little miniature Dotson. A little bugger in it. It was a little sneaky. He'd go ahead and hide underneath the Queen Anne chair, and as uh, one of the two females would come by, he'd go ahead and run out behind them, nipping at their back legs, and when they turn around, he'd go ahead and hide under the chair again. Oh, yeah. I have He's a, a little stinker. We have a Jack Russell and we have a Mastiff. The Mastiff is mine and the Jack Russell is my husband's. And the Jack Russell totally bosses that Mastiff around like it's nobody's business. And the Mastiff is just like, oh, okay, that's the way. You're in charge. You got this. Yep. And it's just like that. She will charge out of nowhere and put Busky in her place like it's, like it's you know, she owns the place. Yeah, they're adorable. They're so cute. Let's see what we can go ahead and do for Sharon in Arizona. Hi, Sharon. Hi. So how can uh, Jessica hey, help you tonight? Well, I had a question. Am I going to be given a second chance at a company? I talked to somebody today, and they said for me to reapply in three months. And we've had 
a few conversations, and I really thought it was going to be sooner than that. Do you think they're going to invite me to reapply sooner than in three months? I'm being shown the beginning of December, which is a little bit three months. Than three full months. Yeah, beginning of December, they'll invite you. I'm not seeing anything before then, but right off oh, at dear. the beginning of December. Okay. Well, I was I was so shocked and disappointed because they checked with their manager and it came back and I just I thought, oh my heavens. Yeah. It it seems like there's a lot of um, one person not knowing what the next person is doing, or it, it seems like right hand's not knowing what the left hand is doing. So this may be something. It, it looks like as it's sitting right now, they're willing to. It, it's they would have you come back in or like ha- invite you back to reapply at the beginning of December. But I think if you keep the bug in their ear, then maybe something will start panning out a little bit sooner. But right now, it's showing up as you know hard firm for the beginning of December. What is this position? Oh, it's it's independent work that I do, and and I you know set my own hours, and I do work for another company and similar work, and I'm hoping that work will increase. That had kind of decreased, and I was um, hoping that. Do you see an increase? I with do. The other com- that one, oh, it looks like there's going to be a slight increase towards the end of this month, not noticeable, like it's barely noticeable. But then we're seeing a big pickup again for the second week of October. So at least that'll okay. get you through. Okay, okay. So I've got a lot of uh, irons in the fire, hoping things will come through on other things. And and I just hope, even before December, that I've got other uh, that I hear back from other companies. I'm not seeing something substantially positive coming back from somebody else until... This is another one where it looks like people are not moving very fast. Uh, It looks like we're seeing somebody respond back to you for the first week of November. And that kind of comes a little bit before you know, you being able to go back in and reapply in December, but it just looks like nothing is panning out very fast. We're going to see the increase of your in your current work before. At least that will carry you through. But I'm just, I wish I could say I was seeing something substantial pan out before then, but I'm just really not. It kind of, think, kind of looks like your current, you know, your current employer, or the current place where you're contracted to, is going to start picking up before something else happens. Oh, that'll be a blessing. I'll accept that for sure. Yeah, it, and that's where I'm kind of looking at it, like, well, that'll at least get you through until something else, you know, starts taking hold. Yay, I'll take it. Yeah, I was so shocked to get the word today. I just couldn't believe my ears, and I just thought, oh, what you said is the left hand not knowing what the right hand is doing. I knew that, you know, but I've just tried to walk through the land field, the landmine, you know, not pointing the finger at anyone, you know, just being very diplomatic. But it it sure, I think I, it was a heavy repercussion for me, though. Yeah, it's kind of keep, you know what they always say, the squeaky wheel always gets the <laughs> the most grease. <laughs> kind of keep that bug out there to them so that otherwise the, the next fear that I have is because, again, we're looking at, we're looking at a group that it seems like I'm, I'm, I'm kind of even wondering who's in charge over there, um, and it's it's like I I feel like nobody even knows who's in charge. I, it's a really awful thing to say, but it just seems like it's a very disorganized process the way everything is run. 
And I want you to make sure that you stay, you know, you kind of stay in touch with them somehow. Um, keep that bug in their ear because my next fear would be that if you don't do that, then you might slip someone's mind. Okay. Okay? Okay. Great. I mean, it looks like once you get through the whole application process, they'll be good to work with. But going through that process, i got to tell you, it's it's a maze. I know. I mean, you're picking up. You're really picking it up on the nose. But once you get through the maze, from what I can see, it's, you know, positive. It looks like the money comes in good. You know, we we see some, some good structure. It's getting through that whole, even getting involved in the company. You kind of wonder how anybody get hired there. But once you get through that, it looks like it's going to go, okay, I just I just don't see them as anything coming about for this that particular company until that beginning of December. And it looks like it's sharp on December 1st. Yeah, you're right. That's exactly the date we talked about. Oh, okay. <laughs> There's just, it's, it's, it's like December 1st. Oh, okay, come on in. Here we go. And make sure that you stay in, you know, stay in touch with them one way or another. Otherwise, I really worry that somebody there will just kind of forget because, again, they do not, it does not look like this is a very organized process. Yeah, unfortunately. Everything you said is right on. I was, I, you know, so I'll just uh, keep the faith well, and keep the manifesting centered. Yep, and keep, keep doing that. Send out positive energy and at the same token, just, you know, know at least you've got the work that you've got right now and that that's actually going to increase, which will get you through. Yay. Okay. Oh, thank you so very much. Awesome, sweetie. Thank you, and you have a good night. You too. Thank you. Good night, Sarah. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Can I stay? Can I stay on? You sure can. I'll mute you. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh, phenomenal messages tonight. Awesome. So, how can everyone? Um, again, uh, for those who are just tuning in, how can they reach you for private one-on-one readings? I can be found at www.psychicjessicac.com. You can also find me on Facebook at Psychic Jessica C. I can also be found on the Best American Psychic Directory, which is by Shay Parker. Wonderful group of people there. Oh, I love them. Cool. Let's go to New Jersey and bring on Laura. Hi, Laura. Hi, Michael. Hi, Jessica. How are you doing? Hey, Laura. How are you? Okay. I have a question. I I applied for two jobs, one in Delaware and one in Maryland. I wanted one in Maryland. I wasn't so thrilled about the one in Delaware, but I had a phone interview scheduled today for the one in Delaware. I literally missed it by seconds because when I went to pick up the phone, it had already it was in voicemail. She was recording into my voicemail. So I went outside and immediately called her back, literally right away. And she didn't pick up the phone. And she left me a voicemail. And I called her a second time immediately, and she still didn't pick up the phone. So as I was standing out there, I looked down, and there's a feather on the uh, sidewalk. And I, I've been getting feathers, little feathers, you know, even inside that will just start floating down in front of me. 
this feather was already on the ground, though, and it was b- bigger than what I usually get. So I wondered if it was a message from my spirit guide telling me it, this job wasn't meant to be. I was supposed to miss the call. Yeah, I, yeah. I got to agree. I think you're spot on with that. Um, that was a you shouldn't have taken the, you shouldn't have taken the call. You should have missed the call anyways, because what the message is that I'm being shown is that. You know, you would have taken the call, you would have done, you know, wonderful on the phone interview, and, you know, it would have led to, a, you know, another interview, and it, you could very well have been led into this path of taking this position, which would not have been the position that would serve you. Um, you'd do very well at it, but it just wouldn't be exactly the right fit. So I think your angels and your guides were kind were of... <laughs> playing full force here and saying, you know what, she's going to miss that call, and then the woman's going to miss her call, and then she's going to miss her call, because it was not a position that was going to serve you. And you had that feeling from the beginning that this was this is in Delaware, right? Is that the Right. And this, it just, it wasn't the right fit for you, and and they were making sure that you knew that. And, you know, and the, after missing the call, that feeling that you get, which is the, Oh my god, I just missed a phone interview. This is not good. This is bad. They're showing you that feather to say, "No, it's not bad. This was the right thing for you. You didn't want this job anyways. This wasn't the one that was going to serve you. There are other opportunities out there for you, and this one just it it no, this wasn't it." So he was they were telling you that it was okay to miss this one. It was okay to take a pass on this and send that send that opportunity along to somebody mm-hmm. else. Uh, what about the job in Maryland? Is that going to happen for me? I'm seeing. Have you interviewed with that one already? Because I keep being shown a total of three interviews for that one. Okay, here's the weird. This is kind of strange the way this is going down. About a year, a year ago, year and a half, I got an interview with the same company, same location. It might have been a slightly different job, but it was through it was a pre screening through their HR. And yep. they told me they were gonna pass me on to the hiring manager to go forward with the process. I never heard back from them. And then I got called a couple weeks ago by another headhunter for this position again. And this headhunter was actually looking for another headhunter, which was odd. I never heard of a headhunter shopping around for another headhunter, but that's what he was doing. So I submitted my resume to him, and he submitted it to her, this other headhunter. She submitted it through the whole process, sent me an email and asked me if I had gotten um an e an email from the company, and I said no, I hadn't gotten anything. So she asked me to check my spam folder, and it was in the spam folder. So then I went in and I formally applied through their website, and then I had a job ID that I had to give to the recruiter. She wanted my the ID number. Then she sent me another email about a week ago asking me if I had received an invitation to an interview yet, and I said, no, I hadn't gotten it yet. 
I said, but maybe it went into spam and I might have accidentally deleted it. I don't know. If I said, if that's the case, could you just have them resend the invitation for the interview? And um, I haven't gotten that yet. Then she writes back a couple days ago that, that's kind of weird. She writes back a couple days ago that the hiring manager hasn't made up their mind yet. And I I said to her, I said, this is kind of different the way they're handling the process this time around versus the last time. So I don't know what that means, if it means I'm not going to get the job or I don't know. No, I'm seeing it as being a positive, but this is another one. We we'd had an, a, I think we had a caller right before you where the right hand didn't know what the left hand was doing. There are too many cooks in this kitchen for this particular position. You've got two headhunters and a hiring manager and another person that are working on this, and I don't think they're communicating very well with each other. So you've gotten okay. lost in the shuffle a couple of times. I don't think that second inter- that second interview request went to your spam folder. I think that they that it got somebody overlooked it. But I'm seeing that there's going to be two more interviews because you've already interviewed there once for another position. I'm seeing that you're going to interview with this company a total of three times, and then they will make an offer. But keep in mind, nobody is <laughs> this is handled in the most convoluted way I've seen in a while. And it's not going to happen ridiculously fast just because of the chain of communication that they're going through. Um, I'm seeing two more interviews where, that you're going to have with them, but I do see something positive panning out from it. Do you have any idea what the time frame on that would be? Any idea at all? I'm getting the number 10, and that 10 would be for October, but it doesn't feel like it's early on in October. It feels like it's one... One, two, maybe three weeks into October. Okay, so that's when I would hear from them then, maybe, or that's when no, the that's takes that's place? about how long the process is going to take with another with another couple of interviews. I think that you're going to hear back from them with an actual successfully delivered interview request <laughs> within <laughs> within about a week and a half. They'll get that straightened out and they get that figured out, and then the interview will be scheduled. And then after that, you'll have another interview. Okay, but, that sounds great. Oh, this, who, who, is there some, some way that they can streamline this communication process? Because it is a mess. and it's, it, that, That's the thing. I don't even have a contact person other than these two headhunters. And the company, I guess, sometimes recruits outside headhunters to do this. And I don't know. I have no, I don't know who the hiring manager is or what their name is. I don't know any of that information because they keep that from you. Oh, yeah, because they don't want you to go directly to them and say, hey, why don't you hire me directly and save yourself a headhunter fee. Um, Exactly. I would suggest saying something to the headhunter that reached out to you and just say, listen, this is very convoluted. I keep getting these emails saying, did you get this interview request? Did you get this interview request? And no interview request is coming. So say you know express to them that you are most definitely interested in the position because it's a good fit for you and just say because these aren't coming forth maybe they can go and and you know touch base with whoever it is that their contact person is so that they can get this straightened out because what I keep being shown is you've slipped through the cracks a couple of times you know even the first time around when they said the hiring manager was going to reach out to you I think that that yeah. slipped through the cracks too so so isn't that like a message there from spirit when that happens that it's not supposed to happen or something? 
I don't think in this exactly. I don't think in this particular case. I think that in this particular case, the message is is that this is a little bit of a disorganized organization. Uh. It's just, <laughs> the other one. They take the pretty direct approach with you, intercepting phone calls and throwing feathers at you. This one is. It's just. It's very disorganized, but they keep coming back to you. They keep coming back to you, and that's the sign that I'm looking at is where they keep coming back to you. It's just going to be getting through this. Way too many people involved with hiring someone. I'm telling you, it's nuts. And one person says to the next person, and then it gets lost in the shuffle. That's what keeps yeah. happening here. Wow. And what is it that you're hiring? What is it that they're hi- that they're hiring for? Well, it's a director position, and um, yeah, it's 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 challenging, and it's making me step a little out of my comfort zone. But I'm finally at the point now where I feel that I could do it because I've been doing this kind of stuff for so long for so many years I think I would be a good fit for it at this point you're certainly qualified for it at this point and you certainly are a good fit and and it's they've recognized that because they keep reaching out to you it's just the reaching out and then the following through with the other reaching out <laughs> that's where they fail and that is no reflection upon you that is purely and I this is a terrible thing to say but that's purely a reflection on their ability to send an email just, well, I'm where I'm working right now. I'm on a contract, so it works out well time-wise. Yeah. Then, uh, are it, you it, getting anything about how they feel about me where I'm at on this job? I'm not seeing negative feelings towards it. I'm feeling positive feelings about how where you're at. Um, they may even where when does your, your contract ends in about October? Well, it actually ends supposed to end the end of January. Okay. But the thing I, with the contract situations, you know, they're at will, so they can let me go any time, or I can give two weeks notice. Okay, because I'm seeing something for around October, but I, what I feel like they're gonna almost. It doesn't feel like it's a negative thing. It just seems like they may ask you. You know, your work may start to slow down a little bit. And that's where this kind of fits in as being a good transition time for you to go into something else rather than just have less work, you know, be able to go into something else where you'll be able to work at your, you know, all the time, like full capacity instead of, because it just looks like where you're at is going to start slowing down. And I'm being shown that, not the beginning of October, but it looks like it's towards the end of October. They certainly like you, though, and you'll be able to leave with a good reference. Oh, good, 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 yeah. Yeah, so October is a real busy month for me with with the department. So, yeah, it sounds about right. The end of October, would I feel that I would be slowing down at that point. Yeah, and that's yeah. when, especially if your contract work, that's when if your work starts slowing down that they would kind of say, geez, maybe we want to start looking at putting you at like halftime or right. you know, whatever whatever it is to slow down, and that's no good. So that's where this timing kind of fits in. So with these other people, having them, they can, they have plenty of time to figure out how to, you know, hire somebody, because that's what it seems like. It's not that they don't want to hire you. It's that this is this whole chain of communication that they've got is a disaster. Well, so would that be a good company to work for then? <laughs> yeah, as long as you're not in the HR department, um, as long as you're not in their hiring. I mean, that's just that seems like that's the area that's a mess. You, it's going in doing what you do. It'll be fine. Okay, and I'll I'll just be able to move and and probably I'll probably run an apartment for the first year before I can buy a home though. 
that's the wise choice. I'm being shown a move for you in 2014. So it seems like the way the hiring falls into, it'll be about 2014 that you sign for a lease. So I don't know if that means you're renting something short term in the time being. Where is where is it you're living right now? I'm in uh, New Jersey. Okay. It's going to be around uh, Gaithersburg, Maryland. Okay. So this is probably going to be the case is that the position starts panning out, you know, towards because with the amount of time it takes them to figure things out, it's probably going to be planning out, panning out towards, you know, you see an offer around the middle of October, which then you've got to give a notice. And it's nowadays the wise thing to do would be to give, you know, not just a two-week notice, maybe even a three-week notice. It's just yeah, a I know. Thing to I'm do. going to ask if I could do that. When, if that happens, I always, you know, I would always yeah, yeah. do that. Do a little bit more than that, and then you probably find yourself just renting on the short term, like a short term, I don't know, vacation rental or something like that, off season, before you find an apartment that you can sign a lease for. I'm seeing that lease being signed the beginning of the beginning of the 2014 year. Oh, great! Thank you so much, Jessica. Thanks, Thank sweetie. Just hang in there. Reach out to that first headhunter or the second headhunter or both of them at the same time. And kind of, you know, push the envelope a little bit and say, you know what, I am really interested in this position, but I think something keeps being lost in the chain of communication because I'm getting that second communication where they're saying, hey, did you get that interview request? But I'm not getting the actual interview request. What's going on? Okay. Okay? Yeah, thank you so much. Good luck, sweetie. Hang in there. Thanks. You both have a good night. You too, dear. You too. Bye. So do you have any events coming up uh, anytime soon that you want to also promote? Well, if you hop over onto my Facebook page, then we're going to be announcing an event very soon. It will be a gallery event with myself and another fantastically talented medium named Marcus. Um, We're going to do a night of spirit messages, the two of us, coming up towards the end of October. And that will be here in Massachusetts. Oh, it's going to be tons of fun. Marcus has some amazing, bright, fun energy. Cool. I think we've got time. We'll be able to grab one more call here. Let me see. Awesome. Let's bring on Anna Marie from Maryland. Hi, Anna Marie. Hello. Hello, Michael and Jessica. Thank you for taking my call. Thank you, sweetie. How are you? I'm doing great. Um, my question is regarding to career. I think that's the thing. Seems to be the trend. <laughs> Um, I just accepted a letter a letter of intent from a job that I was a temporary um, contractee with, and I spoke to the um, HR representative yesterday, and he's telling me that it might take up to three weeks before the contract award comes down. And I was wondering, would that be the three actual three weeks, or would it be sooner than that? Uh, I'm being shown three weeks. I think that there. I think that um, you're a temporary employee right now. You said. Um. Currently, I was a temporary employee, but I got laid off on Monday from the contract that I was on with that company. But they okay. liked it. I worked so much that they want to make me a full time employee with the company. Okay. I'm just being shown something with three weeks with them. It takes them that long to get something processed. God, it seems to be the theme tonight. It's just with getting everything processed, getting you know, getting. Um, Salary, your salary set in place, getting everything put in place, I think it's going to be another three weeks. I think that it's, it's, you know, just on the inside of three weeks. So you should, if you're, no, I keep even saying, you know, would you hear something at two and a half weeks and they're saying, no, it's going to be three. 
But the start date but it won't either September 30th or October 1st. I'm sorry? The start that they gave me was September 30th or October 1st. I'm going with the 30th. That's three weeks, right? About, almost. Yeah. I'm getting the 30th. They definitely love your work, and it just, it looks like, it looks like they just have to go through their chain of, of processes to put everything in place in order to have you on there and put you into their payroll, and that's about how long it's going to take them to get it done. They probably should have started it about three weeks ago. Okay. And the other question is, will I be moving closer? Because I live in Baltimore, Maryland, and my job is in Falls Church, Virginia. Oh, goodness. <laughs> yeah. Well, you certainly need to move closer. Um when I start looking for a move for you, I'm not seeing one come up right away. I really feel like it's going to be the beginning of the holiday season, and by that I'm, I'm looking at, you know, the beginning of December before that starts taking hold. Um, it looks like it's going to take you about that long to find a place that's appropriate to move into. Okay. So start start looking in that area now, and even if you start putting little bugs out to, you know, different, you know, rental brokers, real estate brokers, you know, putting up little postings, that what it is that you're looking for, start putting that up there now because it does seem like, I don't know if it's a tight housing market that you're moving into, but it, 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 I keep looking at it and I keep being shown it's going to take a little bit to find the right place. Okay. Okay. Just this this position, they definitely want you. It just for whatever reason, this is another one that looks like it's moving slow. And they knew they wanted you, so I mean, to me, logic says, why didn't you just start this three weeks? But three weeks ago, you'd be done by now. Exactly, but that's how the government contracting world is. No government, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for answering my questions. You have a lovely night. Thanks, honey. You too. Good luck. Thank you. Okay, there we go. So we'll bring on Sarah from Florida. Hi, Sarah. Sarah. Oh, she must have stepped away. Uh oh. So we'll go ahead. We'll bring on Stacy then from New Jersey. Hi, Stacy. Hello. Hey, Stacy. Hi. I didn't so expect to get you? through. Yep, you made it. Yay. What can I do thank for you, you? Thank you, Sarah, for not being there. <laughs> um, I am actually trying to find out. I am in a big, huge legal mess of a situation with no kidding, my huh? ex-husband. It does look like chaos. Um hmm <laughs> I'm not seeing it resolve soon, and one of the reasons why I keep – is he – you're in the right on this, but I keep being shown he knows that you're in the right, and I keep being shown him delaying things. I don't know what it is about this, but I keep being shown he's he's slow to react. He's he's piddling – like, he's just showing little bits of information, little bits of information. What is this, what is this fight about? Is this about money? God, not even really money. Um we got divorced October of 2010, and um, he's trying to – we're still fighting. Um, he's trying to refinance my house because yep. he legally has to pay the mortgage. Now, the guy is worth over $3 million. 
<laughs> he can easily mm-hmm. pay my house off and go away, but he won't. No, that's why he, that's the little bit at a time that he's doing. He's stringing this out and stringing it out and stringing it out, and I think he's doing it because it annoys you. Um, it just, it, it really feels like that this, a lot of these delays, a lot of this mess, he's prolonging it, and it's something that he could very easily just make go away, but he's going to keep prolonging it and keep prolonging it and keep prolonging it. I'm not seeing this end. I'm not seeing it end for the 2013 year. Oh. And he's the one that wanted the divorce. He's the one that wanted this. He's already remarried. Yep. It's and just, we're it's, fighting over things that he was supposed to do in 2010 that he still has not done yet. Yep. But yet and he's blaming what, me and lying to his lawyer. That's what I'm seeing from him is just delay, 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 delay. And and he's it's he's doing it because it's, I'm being shown as a way to maintain a negative connection. You know, it just I'm not seeing I'm not seeing that he's doing this for I'm not seeing it's 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 almost like it's 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 like he's needling you. And I'm not seeing this end anytime soon. I want to say March of the 2014 year is when we start seeing some substantial changes with this. Ugh. And I don't have the money to fight him with legal fees. I mean, this is crazy. It is, and that's and and the reason why he's doing it is he's like it's like he's wearing you down, wearing you down. This is definitely not this is this is not a happy energy at all. Um, I don't think his his current wife knows a lot of the the full facts about probably some of the not. He's doing she, either. Well, she's actually twenty years younger than he is. She's twenty three. He's almost forty four. Oh. Oh, good. That's a healthy relationship right there. Um, well, and there's a I'm being shown that she's story. a little in the dark too. And and this is it, it's like he's he's got her in the dark. He's definitely deceptive towards his lawyer. And this is a, it's like it's a power struggle for him. It's like it's 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 a little bit of a power trip. And he's mm-hmm. going to string this out as long as as long as he possibly can. Mm-hmm. And I'm seeing it come to a close for the two, the 3 of the 2014 year. Okay. You need a more aggressive attorney. Do you have an attorney? Yes. Okay. You. Need, I'm just being sure. Your your attorney needs to be really aggressive, because this this should have this should have been put to bed years ago. But well, it's, when we got divorced, we didn't have attorneys. It was my son passed away, and then a couple months later, my husband has started having an affair with our son's best friend. And it snowballed from there. He was with me and with her, and I said to him, make a choice. That's it. I'm done. Make a choice. Uh, You know, mentally, physically, I can't handle this anymore. And um, we got divorced and didn't use any lawyers. I was still just so traumatized. I was just, I, I mean, I was so blindsided by everything from my son to him to her to you know just everything and it snowballed from there I don't work my only income was from him so he held everything over my head like every card he held I couldn't do anything I didn't have a penny to my name and you know he's just not and I'm not even asking for money I'm asking him to do the things he said he was supposed to do that he told me he would do in the divorce and he's he's holding this over you. This is a this it's 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 
awful because it just looks like this is a way for he's controlling you. You know, mm-hmm. he controlled you by holding cards over your head. He he controlled you by this, and he's controlling you at, you know, all of this started at the worst point in your life. I'm so sorry for your loss. Thank this you. This was your, the loss of your child, and then also your eyes were opened to what kind of a person you were married to. And I am so sorry, sweetie, but this <laughs> is when his true colors showed. And yep. This is a piece of work. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what? We've all been there. We've all kissed a frog or two, and it, yeah. just, it happens. But he showed his true colors, and he is controlling, and that's what he's doing. Is He's using this as a way to maintain that. You know, it's like he has to maintain this negative connection in your life and not let you move forward. And part of that is because he's not moving forward either. You don't. I mean, hate yeah, to say it, I but don't you don't understand. move forward with your son's best friend. Um, I don't understand. He married her. He got married to her after telling me, you know, I'm not going to get married. I want to be with you, blah, 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 and then turned around and married her January well, he's a liar. this year. Yeah. Well, he's a liar. And, and He and does with her everything he did with me. It's like he still does. They go to the same restaurants. They go to the same vacation spots. They go everything. It's weird. It's very it, weird. I I totally agree. And yet, at all the same time he's doing that, he's maintaining this negative connection with you. So needless to say, you don't have to really, you don't have to be psychic to see where that connection's going to go. Mm-hmm. And it's, he, this, is his, this is his way of dealing with a crisis with showing his true colors. And he is a liar. He's got her in the dark. There's, you know, he's not telling her the whole truth about everything that he's, you know, doing negatively to you. And he's not mm-hmm. telling his lawyer the whole truth. This is going to come to a close, and you will be free of this person to, re- you know, release this negativity and move, move forward and heal. But it's almost like he's in a holding pattern healing, so he wants to keep you in that pattern also. And mm-hmm. just, I know it's it's easy for me to say, and it's really not because my heart's breaking for you. It's easy for me to say over here that you got to just don't let it. Don't let him affect you as much as he wants to because that's what he wants to do is he wants to control you. He wants to maintain that negative cord. Don't let mm-hmm. him do it. Don't let him show you that it's affecting you and know that this is going to come to a close and you will move forward and heal. And then, you know what, one of these days he'll figure his stuff out and he can grow up and decide to heal himself. But you are the bigger person in this. You are mm-hmm. the purer person. You are the light person. And you're going to come out of this on top. Thank you. Thank you, sweetie. And I'm so sorry for your loss. Just hang in there, be patient, and don't let his current activities and everything bother you because he's going to all the same places that you went to, but uh, he's going there with somebody that's the same age as his child. He looks Mm -hmm. like a fool. Yep. They were exactly the same age. And and he he looks like a fool, so let him run around town parading himself like a fool. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let us know wherever they go, Stacey. I will. Thank you very, very much. Well, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Uh, Jessica, it's been so much fun having you on the show tonight. Well, it's been awesome being on the show with you again, Michael. So, uh, again, before we run out of time, how can everyone reach you for private reading? You can go to my website, which is www.psychicjessicac.com. Or you can hop on Facebook and find me. I'm Psychic Jessica C. I can also be found on Shay Parker's Best American Psychic Directory. Cool. Well, I look forward to having you on again real soon, and you have yourself a beautiful evening. 
Thank you so much. You do the same. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Uh, don't forget, everyone, go ahead and visit Jessica on her website and email her and contact her and let her know how much you appreciate her joining us tonight because she is phenomenal. And visit our website, be the light, spiritual and wellnesscenter.com and help out with a donation. Helps keep us on the air to help give you the best of the best. And also, free readings. So help us out. Greatly appreciate it. Until tomorrow night, everyone, have fun, be good, and know that you are loved. Because Jessica loves you, Arlene loves you, all the other wonderful hosts we have on here love you, God loves you, and so do I. Good night, everyone. <laughs>